This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia, here with Marco Permunian, an Italian attorney and the U.S. head of the Italian Citizenship Assistance Offices. And today we are going to be talking about citizenship by marriage, because there are some very big differences between citizenship by marriage and, or naturalization in general and the Jure Sanguini citizenship by descent process. But maybe let's get in with the very first part, uh, because there's some slight differences between through naturalization and by marriage. Maybe let's start with the larger subject first of citizenship through marriage. What are the basic requirements to be able to be eligible in that way? Spouses of Italian citizens can apply for Italian citizenship through marriage after three years from the marriage if they're residing abroad or two years if they are residing in Italy. And the time is cut in half if the couple, the married couple, has minor children. The requirement, of course, is that um, one of the two people is an Italian citizen, mm-hmm. um, of course. I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> And um, the application process, um, speaking about the requirements, is a little bit complex and uh, you need to be very careful when, when you prepare the application for citizenship through marriage. Okay, so I'm sure that there would be a difference between applying in Italy versus applying in America. Um, let's start out with the application process in America. Where do people need to get started with that? I mean, of course, one of the uh, one of the spouses, of course, already needs to be recognized as an Italian citizen, registered, and do they need to be in the IDE first, or how does that work? Exactly. So, of course, if... Um, your spouse is not yet an Italian citizen, you cannot start the application process. So, for example, if your spouse is of Italian descent and has not gone through the process, you have to be a little bit patient until your spouse uh, becomes an Italian citizen or is recognized as an Italian citizen. But anyways, after um, when your spouse is Italian, then you can start the process. Um, The first requirement, I'd say that uh, of course, if, if three years uh, or a year and a half uh, from the marriage have passed, if a year and a half if you have children, so even if your spouse um, became an Italian citizen by descent last week, you could potentially start the process now, as long as your spouse uh, is an Italian citizen and you've been married for three years, you are able to start the process. Now, the, the main requirement is for the Italian spouse to be registered with the AIRE, which is the registry of Italian citizens residing abroad. So uh, if you live in New York, for example, in the state of New York, your spouse needs to be registered with the AIRE registry held by the New York City consulate in order for you to be able to use the New York consulate to apply for citizenship through marriage. For example, if your spouse uh, was granted Italian citizenship Jure Sanguinis by the Miami consulate and still has and, and then the couple relocated to the state of New York if they haven't re-registered with the New York consulate uh, then the spouse the non-Italian spouse cannot apply for citizenship and use the New York consulate so the first step is definitely making sure that the Italian spouse is registered with the right consulate mm-hmm. and 
just quickly, how do how does the Italian spouse make sure that they're registered with the consulate? So they can just contact the consulate. I mean, people would know where they're registered, but they, if they don't know, they can just contact either the consulate or the Italian municipality uh, because the IRA registry is a registry held jointly by the Italian consulate and the Italian municipality, which in the case of people um, that applied for citizenship, Jure Sanguinis is the municipality. Normally, it's the municipality of birth of um, the Italian ancestor. Instead, if you are just a normal Italian citizen who emigrated from Italy to the U.S., then you're registered with the, with the AIRE registry held by your local Italian consulate and your municipality of last residency in Italy. So once the Italian spouse is registered, what is it that the couple needs to go through to start the application process? Once they have, I mean, I'm assuming we haven't even spoken about documents. Maybe that's a good place to start. So the documents needed for the process are very specific. And one of the most important documents uh, needed for the process is the Italian marriage certificate. So if you were married abroad, uh, one of the first steps would be to make sure that your marriage record has been recorded in Italy in the municipality where the Italian citizen is registered with the AIRE. So once the foreign marriage record has been registered in Italy, then the Italian municipality will be able to give you an Italian marriage certificate, which is called Estratto per Riassunto dell'Atto di Matrimonio. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, I kind of mentioned this in a prior video, that just with the word citizenship even, it should be like, that should be the requirement for any citizenship test. Can you pronounce cittadinanza in Italian? We have very difficult <laughs> words, right? Anyway, um, so once you have this marriage certificate from Italy and have it, do you actually have to have the physical copy or does the um, consulate in America have to have it um, do they already have it, I mean? No, um, you need to um, ask the Italian municipality to release a certified copy to you. And that can be tricky if you don't speak Italian or if you don't have a contact in Italy, but in theory you can. You can, you can ask the municipality to mail it to you. And this is something that we can definitely help people with. Um, our Italian office uh, is used to dealing with municipalities that most of the times are not very cooperative so <laughs> sounds like there's a lot of those in italy it's, it, uh, having lived here I, I i see that things work very differently and a lot of americans come and approach things as if it were an american office when you really need to start from scratch and really need to take a completely different approach to life here just in general yeah you especially when you address small municipalities you have to imagine like a very small building with a very old guy doing everything so it's kind of understandable that right. if if you if you have been waiting for your certificate for three months that's kind of normal right no and some of these like you were saying it's just like one room literally like just the walls of the building that's the whole room there it's that one little guy there smoking his cigarettes yes. even though he shouldn't be in the smoking in an official <laughs> office he still does it anyway <laughs> No, it's funny when they're on vacation. They're always on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially like when it gets to like that just July, August time, it's like, yeah, I'm in the office, but I'm on vacation anyway. Or like December time, like they're preparing for the vacation, but 
even though they're not on vacation, they're still in that vacation mode. <laughs> but anyway, going back to the documents necessary, once you've already received this uh, marriage certificate, what other documents are required to be able to pursue this process? Another important document that you need to acquire is the non-Italian spouse's birth certificate issued by the state of birth. So in the case that the spouse is was born in the United States, um, the birth certificate is to be acquired from the state of birth. So if um, the applicant uh, was born, um, for example, in California, you need to get the birth certificate from California. And since it's a foreign document, it also need to have an apostille seal, which you get from the Secretary of State of the state where the document was issued. And you also need to translate the document into Italian. And the applicant will also need to provide criminal background checks that, because the Italian law allows people to apply for citizenship through marriage only if there is no criminal history, even if there are some exceptions. So what if someone has like moved around and they need for, they, and they've lived in different states or different countries, will they have to also get those criminal records locally or federally? How does that work? Yeah, so basically you have to uh, cover any possible criminal history. So for example, if you moved from California to New York, then you need criminal background checks from the state of California and from the state of New York. And you also need a criminal background check from the FBI. Oh, so it's not just FBI criminal checks, it's also the local checks. Yeah, a lot of people believe that by getting the FBI criminal background check that the requirement is met, but you also need the, the, the state's criminal background checks. What if the person has already been applying for visas the past couple of years and they've already got a record of their uh, criminal background check, can they use that same criminal background or they do they have to get new ones? That's a good question. Um, they need to get new ones. The criminal background checks that you use for the application process, they need to be recent, so issued in the past six months. Oh, that's, so that's a very short window of time to be able to... Which makes the process extremely complex and uh, it's very time consuming to get these criminal background checks and you also need to get them in a six months time frame. And one thing that we help our clients with is to make sure that the documents that you use for the application process get here in time, so before the submission of the citizenship application. So that they're still valid and that they can be used, you're not gonna be sent away home. Exactly, and the thing is, these documents need to also be apostilled and translated into Italian. Mm. So a lot of things to do in such a short time frame. And so, is this the same as the process for Yurei Sanguinis where the translations are certified at an American consulate if you're applying in America? That's an interesting question. Uh, there are some consulates actually that will want to uh, make an appointment with them to get the translations certified before the submission of the application. Whereas some other consulates will want you go ahead and submit the application and then they call you for an in-person appointment to get the translations certified. So it kind of depends on what consulate you're dealing with. Okay, so just to recap and just make sure we've got this all covered. All you need is the 
a birth certificate of the non-Italian spouse, their marriage certificate with the Italian spouse uh, from Italy, and then their criminal record. And all of these need, well, the, other than the Italian document, need ap uh, apostilles and translations. Are there anything, any, any other documents that are necessary for this? Yes, there's actually one very last important document that you will, document that you will need, which is a linguistic certificate. Mm -hmm proving that you can speak Italian. So this requirement was introduced last year mm. by the uh, Salvini decree. Ah, this decree from last December, almost a year on, the internet is still up in flames worrying about will this affect or will this do this or will this do that. And it, this was only about citizenship by naturalization. It didn't touch anything else. And it just was only the updates to that set of rules. Exactly. The update included the language requirement and uh, the fee was updated from 200 euros to 150. So that's one thing that I think some people may be a little bit interested about. Uh, when this fee is paid, do they pay this to the consulate? And if they pay it to the consulate, uh, can they pay it in dollars or how does that work? Do they have to go to an exchange office first? So the fee is actually paid via wire transfer. So you have to wire the money to the Italian government and you also need to make sure that the Italian government receives 250 euros and not a euro less. So going back to this language requirement that we were talking about, this update, what is that language requirement and how does a person prove to the Italian government that they can actually speak? Because clearly it's not just pronouncing cittadinanza correctly. <laughs> so this linguistic certificate is something that can be obtained by one of the institutions there is there was like approved by the Italian government um, and it's a piece of paper that says that you can speak Italian and understand Italian and the level required is B1 so it's an intermediate level and so that's one thing in just to quickly cover in Europe there's a, a language certification system that we're not so familiar with at least having grown up in the States I'd never heard about it um, but there's kind of this European board of language certification and what level should cover what amount of the language so it goes A1 A2 B1 B2 C1 C2 the A levels are very it's basic. It's by the time you get to A2, it's that you can already kind of start saying a few things, getting by a little bit. Um, and with the B1 level, basically it's just the main part of the speaking part of the test, because it's a speaking test and a written test. They want to just make sure that you can at least get your point across, but the grammar part of the test can be a little bit more intense. But it's something that I've been seeing people are actually passing. It's not like impossible to do. All right, so let's recap this one more time. Basically, it comes down to that you need criminal background checks, marriage certificate um, with translations and apostilles, the B1 certificate. These are all the documents, correct? That's pretty much it. When you have all these documents together, you can go ahead and submit your citizenship application, which is submitted online. Ah, so do you have to ever go in person for this application or it's all... Yes, eventually you're going to have to drop off all the original documents at the consulate, but the actual application is submitted online and that's because the consulate here is just the middleman. The application is actually processed by the office of the Ministry of Interior in Rome. And from when you submit the citizenship application, you start 
counting and you need to be very patient because the processing time can be by law up to four years. It used to be up to two years in the past, but when the law changed in 2018, uh, the processing time became up to four years. So the Italian government has up to four years to give you an answer. And this processing time, the four years processing time, also applies to citizenship applications that are currently in process. So if someone had uh, submitted a document, let's say, in 2017, for example, if their process was not finished before this update in 2018, they would have to make sure that their application fits this new set of rules. They would, If they didn't have the B1 certificate, they now have to go get the B1 certificate. No, actually, only the processing time applies to citizenship applications that are pending, but the B1 certificate does not apply to uh, citizenship applications that were submitted before the law changed. Uh, okay, so it's only so. So going back to this example of someone who applied in 2017, if it didn't finish before December of 2018, then instead of a potential maximum of two years, now it's updated to a potential maximum of four years. Yes, but they don't have to provide the linguistic certificate uh, okay. because it wasn't required when they applied for citizenship. And so we've mainly covered if you're applying outside of Italy, like in an Italian consulate in the US um, or another country. How does the process change if a person would like to do this in Italy? Probably the main differences are that the non-Italian spouse can apply for citizenship after only two years from the marriage or one year if the couple has minor children. Sorry to interrupt you here. So this is if they're outside of Italy, then it's three years without children. If it's in Italy, it's only two years without children. Exactly. They knock off that extra year. Correct. And of course, the requirement is that the couple is residing in Italy. So the Italian spouse must be residing in Italy and be registered as a resident of Italy. And the non-Italian spouse must be in Italy with a permission of stay. But then when you're actually submitting these documents, how do, what office do you need to go to? Is it also at the Comune or where do you need to go for that? It's actually the Italian Prefettura, uh, which is an Italian office that of course exists just in Italy. You don't find it abroad. so. If you reside abroad, you need to use the Italian consulate. If you reside in Italy, you need to use the Prefettura. And then does the processing time change at all or is it roughly the same? It is actually the same. So it doesn't make any difference in terms of processing time. It's still up to four years. Uh, okay, so basically because the Italian government is processing it one way or the other, this doesn't really even touch the consulates to begin with or the comuni. That is correct, yes. And just because I know everybody loves a good shortcut, is there any way to make this faster or is there anything that can help people to go through this process more easily? In general, no. But if you are a woman and you were married prior to 1983, in that case, the process is completely different. So to clarify, if you are a man who got married to an Italian woman, you have to go through the process that we have talked about so far. Regardless of the year. Yes. If you are a woman married to an Italian man, you have to go through this process only if you got married after 1983. But if you are a woman and you got married before 1983, then you do not have to go through this process. The main difference with a regular application for citizenship through marriage is that the application is not processed by the Office of the Ministry of Interior. It's actually processed by the Italian consulate if you reside 
abroad. So it's very similar to a US Sanguinis application. And another major difference is that you do not need an Italian linguistic certificate. So you, you're not required to speak Italian to be granted citizenship through marriage if you're a woman who got married to a, an Italian male prior to 1983. So this is an automatic citizenship, just an involuntary gaining of citizenship, basically. That is correct. And the law back then was actually discriminatory against women, but now it goes in favor of people who want to get Italian citizenship through marriage because the process, of course, is much more simple for these people. And then what are the documents that are required for this process? So there are no criminal background checks involved, so you do not have to show that you do not have any criminal history. You just have to submit some very basic documents to the consulate, like your marriage certificate to prove the- That exact, you are married. Yeah, and the exact date of the marriage, and your birth certificate, and documents showing that your husband is Italian or was Italian when you got married. So if he was Italian, this, this is, I think, quite an interesting thing. So just because of that phrasing, it leads to this question. If the Italian husband is now deceased, would his living wife still be able to make this claim? Yes. Um, as long as they were married in 1983, yes, which is a difference between the two processes. If you were married to an Italian citizen, like if you got married in 2006, but your Italian citizen husband is no longer living, you cannot apply for citizenship through marriage. On the contrary, if you were married in the 80s and you were still married with your Italian husband in 83, you can still apply for Italian citizenship through marriage and go through that simplified process. Very interesting. I, th I think that's actually quite fascinating that there's that difference just because of the way that Italian law worked in the past versus how it works now and there's still this, I guess you could say, loophole. But maybe just quickly to touch on one other little subject. If someone is not interested in going through this whole process, is there another way for a non-Italian spouse to remain with their Italian spouse in Italy? Yes. If your Italian spouse is living in Italy and you do not have Italian citizenship, you can obtain quite easily, I'd say, a permission of stay for spouses of Italian citizens, which does not require any linguistic certification, does not require any criminal background checks. We can say that it's probably very similar to a green card. So you can stay with your Italian spouse in Italy. You cannot vote for the Italian elections, but you can work, for example. So it's a very good, quick way of being able to stay in Italy with your husband um, or with your Italian wife, even if you do not have Italian citizenship, even if you don't want to go through that complex and long process that we just described. Just one very last question, just because we haven't touched on it yet. Uh, so far, we've mostly spoken about couples that are a male and a female. What about same-sex couples? Does Italy allow a same-sex couple to go through the uh, citizenship through marriage process? Does Italy allow um, same-sex marriages? That's a very interesting question, and we have been waiting for that change in the law for a long time that finally came. So right now, same-sex couples can go through the citizenship process. So 
they can obtain citizenship through marriage. So they're recognized basically in the same way as a, as a heterosexual couple. There's yes. no, is there any difference in the no. process? It, and so their marriage is recognized in America and Italy. Yes. Anyway, I think this is a good place to leave it off for this time. And of course, if you have any questions about the Italian citizenship process through marriage, jure matrimoni, or jure sanguine citizenship by descent, of course, you can leave that down in the comment section below, or you can contact Marco and his team directly on italiancitizenshipassistance.com slash contact. Of course, this is the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by italiancitizenshipassistance.com. I'm Rafael Di Furia, and of course, this is Marco Permoni, and thank you so much for joining us again, and we look forward to seeing y'all next time. Thank you. Later. Thank you.